That's right. Welcome to Tank Bowl double feature finale here on That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. My shitty long name isn't worth writing for an episode dedicated to greater failures, Perna. Now, we had two overtime duels by teams that have no awareness what the value of a high draft pick means to the future success of their franchises. I am thrilled, though, that the Bengals, Dolphins, and Giants potatoes turned into magnificent displays of obliviousness. I honestly thought these games would be afterthoughts, and I was incredibly wrong. The Bengals secured the number one overall draft pick, Washington has the number two pick, and the dumb Giants and dumb Dolphins fell to four and five. How'd they get there? I will show you. That's good sports! This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Bengals Dolphins, Tank Bowl Finale 1. Larry Zonka was very honored to have the Dolphins named the NFL 100 greatest NFL team. Tired of people telling me how they named us. They named us shit. We took it. They named us shit. They named us shit. We took it. So fitting as I named this game shit as well. An excessive use of airtime as the game went into overtime. But it all began as an all too familiar sight in a world suffering the severe effects of climate change and melting ice caps. Rising sea levels exposing bangled tigers to be slaughtered by vicious dolphins. In nature's vicious cycle of life and death, Death can breed beauty, which occurs when the behemoths of the gridiron score touchdowns. That would be rookie defensive tackle Christian Wilkins with a one-yard touchdown catch, fumble, and fumble recovery for the touchdown. Finally doing what the Dolphins drafted him to do with the 13th overall pick. Catch touchdowns and try to put Roger Goodell on IR. Now this season, the Bengals have been remarkably consistent in forgetting to cover receivers downfield. It's that kind of consistency that earns you the number one pick in the draft. That's called the top five mentality, and you gotta respect them for that. The Dolphins had a lead cozier than Ryan Fitzpatrick's beard, up 35 to 12 behind a Miles Gaskins rushing touchdown with about 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And that was Gaskins' first NFL TD. <coughs> Here I am tanking my own episode. But when a tank is on the line, no lead is safe. All shitty teams have the capability of losing leads like Washington Potatoes fans will lose their mind if Chase Young does go back to college. Then a Christmas miracle occurred. The Bengals scored 23 fourth quarter points. Two touchdowns with two two-point conversions and a successful onside kick in the final 60 seconds to take the game into overtime. The ghost of TJ Hushmanzada, CJ Uzma scored, Tyler Boyd scored, Eifert got the two-pointer, and with four pathetic seconds left, 25 yards away from the end zone, Andy Dalton gave John Elway an erection he could not explain, as Miami, cowardly, sent a three-man rush, affording Dalton plenty of time to find Eifert to bring Cincy within two. And then the Red Rocket blew his red load, rushing to tie the game on the two-point conversion. 
Tank Bowl 1 goes into overtime. Even though he'd require every second of the extra 10 minutes given to the best tank artists we've seen since those fish geeks on that Nat Geo show tanked, Ryan Fitzpatrick bravely drove Miami 55 full yards into field goal territory so the Bengals could be guaranteed the number one overall pick in the 2020 draft. Dolphins win 38-35. No one, no one knocks off the champ of tanking for draft position. Sorry, Joe Burrow, that nausea in your stomach is not the flu like the rest of us seem to have. <laughs> it's your destiny in the NFL calling you to Cincinnati, home of Drew Carey and others. Wait, no, that was Cleveland. Home of the Cincinnati bow tie. Please wear a Bengals colored bow tie on draft day, Joe, so I can make a Cincinnati bow tie joke then. The only quarterback in NFL history to throw four touchdown passes in a single game with four different franchises. Today makes it the fifth. What was the key to the fast start for you? I guess it's going to be tough to catch me. I'll try to keep going. I don't have any emotional response. Tank Bowl 2 featured Giants and Washington Redskin potatoes. Now what do you call the game that matters less than Tank Bowl? Probably the New Mexico Bowl, maybe the Gasparilla Bowl, or the Two on the nose, Cheez Its Bowl. All real college bowls, by the way. Whatever that is, that is this game. This game was second fiddle to the banjo. That's how important this game was. Now, Danny Nickel Knuckles went to the money store and exchanged his nickels back to dimes to feed the touchdown meter against a shitty defense. Easy TD early for Danny in a game that the loser wins by getting the second overall draft pick. You know, the place the Giants drafted Saquon Barkley, the reason they should see the value of drafting at number two. But much like Devonta Freeman, Saquon Barkley thought the season started today, and he rushed for over 100 yards in the first quarter. Saquon Barkley's thighs being roughly the size of Redwoods means the Redskin Potatoes defense is absolutely helpless. That or they just can't tackle. Both seem equally plausible. Saquon can literally do everything, including catching passes from Danny Nickel Dime jo Jones. Saquon can literally do everything because the Redskins secondary literally can't do anything. Nothing new here though. As we witnessed in the tank prequel, no multiple score lead is safe in the fourth quarter when all teams on the field erase leads like the dumb kid erasing his name after misspelling it on the SAT. You spell Perna with an E, not a U. It's always been an E, Perna. Luckily, test scores don't matter at art school. Now the Potatoes had the number two pick all wrapped up. Even lost Dwayne Haskins to injury in this game. And like an organization with no awareness, run by absolute morons, let Case Keenum fumble his way into the game-tying score to send this bullshit famous Idaho Potato Bowl, another real bowl by the way, into overtime. The Potatoes literally fumbled themselves into a fucking tie in a situation where a win benefits them in zero ways. They somehow succeeded at failure while failing into a successful play. Never have I thought I could make my own mind explode until I came up with that sentence. 
Unfortunately for Washington, Saquon Barkley is too much of a real, of a pure athlete to downshift during a career game. 189 rushing yards plus 90 receiving yards and two touchdowns. It was his thunderous thighs that got the Giants down to right around the five-yard line. And then Danny Dimes exchanged currency once again to really make this confusing. This time to Rubles, Russian Rubles, and through his fifth touchdown of the game, Danny Rubles doing Washington a huge favor, just like the Russians thought they were doing when they hacked our election. Instead of Trump, Danny gave himself Chase Young to chase his young ass into the dirt twice a year. And there you have it, the conclusion to the worst teams playing the worst teams in 2019 football. The draft order won't be solidified until next week, but Cincinnati, you win the Big Dick Player Award for securing that number one overall draft pick. In Washington, you get nothing for getting number two. Except, good job at losing today. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna if you care to follow me in either of those places. I don't know why you would. It's like you're here watching my video. You want to read words I'm tweeting out into the internet ethosphere? I don't Well, maybe you would. Sometimes there's pictures. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.